And that's right. We welcome our featured guest of the evening. That's right. He's been on multiple times on Below the Belt show. So we had to have him back for an anniversary celebration of Below the Belt. Reality TV icon, star of Big Brother 8, Big Brother 13, actually winner of Big Brother 8, um, couples therapy, just all around, just incredible personality. (laughs) We love having him. Ladies and gentlemen, here on Below the Belt Show, returning the one and only Evil Dick Donato. Yeah, that was quite an introduction. It was like, I felt like uh, uh, the mother of dragons, the freer of slaves. It's been a long time since I've been, so this, and this is the first time I've seen you guys. Yes, it's a, you know, yeah, it's been a this phone, is true. Trust me. Yeah, it's been a phone thing before this. This is a res- this it's is the result of stepping on. Sorry. This is the result of the pandemic, Dick. You know, we can't yeah. be uh, within six feet uh, close to each other in a radio station. Now we're doing, you know, far as fuck from everyone else in our own comfort <laughs> of our own homes. Yeah, so. you know, most of these people you don't want to be within six feet of anyhow, so fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Evil Dick, we gotta talk about everything going on, Big Brother, but again, we are happy that ha- I think this is might be your fifth time. A couple, two, three years in between where, like, you guys would do this show at the same time I'm doing my podcast. Right. So, and, like, and I was like, I did you guys show for, like, a, a whole bunch of years in a row. Right. So, um, yeah, and it, and it just, like, started conflicting, and then I couldn't do it. Uh, and then, like, you got a hold of me, and I was like, um, I go, oh, I got my podcast. And I ended, I literally just ended that, and I jumped on here. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, and here I am. So I, it's good to be back. No, it I, is. I missed you guys, man. Oh. <laughs> Evil, we missed you too, man, because you tell it like it is on Below the Belt show. Of course, we're, we we hit Below the Belt. There's no filter in our show, so say whatever fuck you want. Um, um, <laughs> Vanessa Meadows, I brought her on because she's also a Big Brother super fan like myself. Uh, how are you? Um, so, uh, Van- <laughs> Vanessa, can we hear you okay? Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know. Can okay. you hear me? Okay, good, 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 awesome. Just checking your audio there. Um, wow. So, so um, let, let's start first of all. Well, with the current season, Big Brother All Stars. Um, now, um, when you first heard that that Danny was going to be on your daughter, um, what were your thoughts? And were you thinking, why didn't they call me? Oh no, it, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, with Danny, uh, I, I'm happy that she's going back. Uh, that she was going back. I know that she, from season eight, has really like um, wanted to get out of my shadow. Uh, I'm a big personality. I've always been. I always have just been me, you know. So, right. um, so her playing with me on season eight, <clears throat> I think like anybody would be kind of overshadowed by me because I was like such such a huge character on the show. Um, and then you know she's got all of her fans up in her ear and you should have won. You should have won. You should have won. And so, you know, she's always, and even now, uh, she, I don't know. Uh, people don't like her. They call her Dick jr. Or the, you know, she's known <laughs> as like, uh, as Dick's daughter. And right, yeah. like, I, it, it must kind of suck because like she's played once without me on big brother 13. I left after a week and then, um, she's playing without me again here. So she should have her own, like, um, you know, her own legacy or whatever. It should, doesn't need to include me. Um, so, okay. uh, but she's kind of, you know, she's in a spot where she has to 
prove herself that she could do it without me. Um, Got it. So, but CBS didn't reach out to you, and you didn't reach out to CBS as far as uh, oh, joining. This is no. Yeah. Did you, did you watch? Do you, watch, you guys watch Survivor? I do watch Survivor actually. Okay. Yes. Did you watch the last season of Survivor? Uh, yes. The, the, the winners uh, at war. Winners, the winners at war, war for a two million dollar prize instead right. of one. And, yes. Um, did you see how horrible the old school people just got decimated? Like literally, Ooh, it was yes. half and half, half old yes. school, half new school. The yeah. old school was fucking decimated. One after the next, after the next, after the next. All put away on that little go fuck me island somewhere. <laughs> like, you know, we'll, we'll store them over there so they can we can keep bringing the cameras over there and get, yeah. you know, keep our ratings going. But right. they're out of the show, and one of them will come back at the end, um, kind of thing. To me, it was like. Watching that was such a fucking letdown, man. Some yeah. of these people, like, I had idolized, like, watching... So I watched Survivor, so just like most other people, um, from the first season with the, the naked gay guy, Richard Hatch, running around. <laughs> and, you know, that whole... Um, I don't know, that whole uh, thing that he had with Rudy and, like, making yeah. this alliance and how unlikely an alliance it was where this naked gay guy with the military, hardcore flat top gruff Rudy old man yeah. he's like so strange rest, rest but, but it, like mesh and it worked and everybody the fans loved it and here we are on winners at war and like uh, 20 winners having it out and you know um there's just so many people that I was just so yeah I think that with. had to do more with the numbers you have to keep the me numbers it didn't. Yeah. listen I, I'll give you an example and I you know what's funny is like the, I know almost every one of those people and I'm going to talk about poverty, and I don't know poverty personally. I only know her as a fan of the show, and I loved her her first two seasons. Yeah, I loved oh. her win. I loved her on Heroes and Villains, mm-hmm. um, where either Russell Hands or Poverty actually should have won that season on uh, Heroes and Villains. But irregardless, um, you think the same thing would happen to you on Big Brother? Like well, it's Kaser and Janelle, that's what you said. Listen, I'm the uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk <laughs> about that. I'm the I'm the oldest winner, 13 years ago at right. 44 years old. I'm 57 years old. There's no fucking wow. way. There's no fucking way. <laughs> like I'm not, yeah. I'm not the same person I was 13 years ago. Are yeah. you? Is anybody? That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I can't do the shit that I did 13 years ago. I couldn't. Uh hold a key um, for almost eight hours in, like, freezing cold rain, ah, like, freezing my ass, rock, running, oh, yeah. running in place for five and a half hours to keep my blood... I, I would die. I would fucking die now. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm not the person that I was. So, like, well, no, why would I go on? You it say that. thing with a $40,000 paycheck, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, that's they got the, paid. the bonus that everybody got paid. They get paid forty grand. They get paid um, a well, bump of uh, twelve thousand dollars for making jury. So yeah, it would be very tempting to go back. But you know, how much you weigh your legacy versus just going for money grab? You know, true. But w- would you not be aligned with your daughter Danielle um, if no. you were? No, you would we not. We haven't be. even talked. The yeah, only because, time we well, talked was when my mom died. Well, oh. it, listen, in Big Brother oh. thirteen. Yeah, we need an update. We need an update with Danny and and, uh, and Big Dick. Brother Thirteen was not going to be a repeat of Big Brother Eight had I stayed. Um, 
I knew Danny was targeting me, and I was like, I was planning on a, a particular point in time where I was gonna, it was gonna be her or me, and I, I can pretty solidly say that it would have been her that would have went that season, um, because it wouldn't have turned on the vets like she did so early, and it would been right. wouldn't have been that hard to like get her out. So um, I probably would have gotten all of her attention instead of Brendan um, that season with her, you know, trying to get me out. But um, you know, who knows? We'll never know what happened. I left after a week. Um, when I was diagnosed HIV positive. So, Correct. Um, Correct. you know, shit happens. So, um, I don't know. Uh, what Janelle and Kaser and Keisha walked into this season was completely another bullshit. Um, what they walked into was a pregame alliance that was yeah. arranged by Dan and Derek. Um, I heard about this. Months yeah. before. Listen, the first time I tweeted about Dan and Derek was, I went back in my Twitter and looked, and it was um, July 7th, when I knew that Dan and Derek they were they were on the cast and they were scheming together and they were um, um, wow strategizing together. Something happened. I'm not exactly sure, but both of them left. Um, I think it had to do. I I'm just speculating here, but this mm -hmm. is the first season ever that the producers have made everyone sign NDAs in 22 seasons. Actually, more. Uh, right. 22. They had OTT. They had two celebrity seasons. So you're talking about 25 seasons of Big Brother. They've never. They've never sent out NDAs to be signed before, but they did this season because they knew the shit was going on. Right. And I feel like um, one or both of them just go, you know, and got schooled by the producers. And they're like, oh, you know, I think I'm just going to stay with my kid or, you know, whatever their excuse and not play. But they still were going setting this whole thing up. And that's just why someone like fucking Memphis that is like not even the reality world, the circle doesn't do any of the shit with everybody else can right. walk in ignore Keisha the only person from his season right doesn't care if she goes home first and throws his feet up on fucking Cody's bed and pops Cody's beer and starts drinking it in Cody's HOH and they're bros and it's like how did that happen um yet and Cody says um wow yeah I, I didn't see Keisha's season and then I don't know a day later he says yeah I really respected the way that Memphis played um, listen, motherfucker, they were on the same the season. Same season. <laughs> They're on the same fucking season. Like, who are you trying to bullshit here? Yeah. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, so, so you're saying all... a free alliance. Um, Normally, with, like, with a free committee. alliance is like people calling each other up and it's like, are you on? Yeah, yeah, I'm on. I'm on. All right. Uh, final two, ride or die. You know, I got your right. back. You got my back. Like, that's the end of it. But right. with this, right. this was right. different. This was like very um, sophisticated strategizing. And I'm not just talking about boot order. I'm talking about, um, uh, who was it? Um, Bailey uh, was one. There's been a number of times where these guys' names have been mentioned in the house. And Bailey mentioned Derek, saying that he was calling around, trying to find out who was on the show. And I'm sitting here going, well, he called Bailey. He knew Bailey was on. Why didn't he include her in the alliance? He was just calling to make sure she was in, in order to put her in a boot order. So it's like, okay. Well, we had a bunch of racists on last season, so we can't boot any black people until week three, okay? Week oh, three should okay. be safe. And that's exactly the way it went down. Um, oh, so, wow. That, you know, it just, it, the whole thing, like, did you notice Danielle and Nicole from minute one, Okay. minute one, like Janelle, 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 from like the, the, from yeah. the fucking moment they walked in the house. Yeah. Nicole's like, she's crying because Janelle looked at her. I'm not kidding you. 
She looked wow. at me. Do you see how mean she looked at me? <laughs> Trying to get everybody to feel. Oh, like they hated each other. Victim. And uh, that's Nicole's strategy. It's her right. whole strategy. Okay. Crying yeah, and playing yeah. the victim, so people will like, you know, come and stick up for her. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, listen, if I walked into a house and mm-hmm. I saw what was going on and I recognized the shit that was going on, like if I was in Janelle's position where I literally had Janelle was a victim before she ever walked in. She was a victim like a month before she ever walked in. She was the yeah. first target. Danielle was talking about um, getting rid of Janelle in her pre-interviews with the press. Right. If that was me, all those motherfuckers would be afraid to go to sleep at night because I'd fucking kill them when they sleep. <laughs> so that shit would have to have security outside the door. I would like be losing my fucking mind. If I walk in, listen, if I walk into that house, I want... I would want to know that it's at least I have a fucking chance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, you walk yeah. in and you're already evicted before the game even starts. Right. That's what they walked into. And it's bullshit. It's bullshit. They should have done the same thing for Survivor uh, and the same thing for Big Brother and even the old school and new school. That's what they should have done. You know, the producers could have done fair. a lot of things, but they right. didn't. If you go back oh. to, did you guys watch the first All-Stars? I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you remember the first HOH in the first All-Stars? Vaguely. Okay, you no. remember it was a co-HOH. It was a meteor thing. They had these big meteors on, like, these ropes or whatever, and they had yeah. to push it. You had to walk across a beam, and if oh, you got cool. knocked up, you know, they were knocking other people off, which would knock them out of the HOH comp. Okay, yes. And I yes. remember Marcellus crying for, like, a month after. You knocked me out of that HOH! Um, you know, it's... Uh, so... The thing was, it's like they had a co-HOH. It was Jace and Janelle. They were the final two, so they were both co-HOHs. If they couldn't come up with noms that week, they would be put on the block. If they couldn't agree on nominations, they would be on the block. So why wouldn't they do something like that since they knew that this pre-gaming bullshit was going on? They put people in pairs before. In other seasons. They have. So why wouldn't they do it and really fuck them up? By putting, like, they know that Cody's in there. So put Cody with David. Put Nicole with um, Devon. Put my daughter with uh, Kevin. And, and completely fuck their, fuck their yeah. strategy up. What would they do? They'd right. have to, like, you know, it would, they would actually have to play the game and figure it out themselves. But the producers didn't do anything. So they, just... they, maybe the producers are pro committee. Fuck, you know, I don't know. That's what it seems like, right? Uh, it's just, well, I think it's well, really weak. Can I just interject for a second? Sure, uh, so my husband and I love the show. We just started season five again last night. Wow. <laughs> um, and oh yeah, like we absolutely love it. Um. So anyway. One thing that we noticed about this season, though, is that the, the energy, and I don't know if you've noticed this, um, Mr. Evil Dick, but uh, one thing that we noticed was that the energy is, I don't know what to call you, because I'll look up to you. <laughs> anyway. Dick, evil, evil dick, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's fine. <laughs> but go ahead, Vanessa. No, but what did I miss? <laughs> okay. Call, call motherfucker whatever you want. <laughs> All right, Mr. Motherfucker. Um, <laughs> we noticed is that the energy is super low this season. And we were wondering if it's maybe the pandemic is that just everyone's just sort of like chilling. 
But what actually sort of redeemed our feelings about this particular season is that we heard other house guests mentioning how boring the season was, including Ian and Tyler. And Ian, who's inside the house, said, I think on the live feeds uh, when we were watching, um, that the season was really boring, so he wanted to shake it up. And then, of course, when he got evicted, he was actually, like, thankful that he didn't just get evicted from a stupid mistake. He actually got evicted for... Uh, an intelligent reason. But I would have to agree that this season, and there's like a bullhorn, there have been people that have a been- A whole next- bunch of them. Yeah. I like to, I, yeah, I can, I can partly take credit for the first one. Yeah. There was a, you know, it, I've, I've like kind of, I haven't done any, but um, I know people in LA that do mm-hmm. and like have conversed with them on what to oh. say. And then, so this girl got a hold of me on my Twitter, and she's like, um, she just takes a picture of a bullhorn, and then her TV has a picture of the Big Brother backyard, and it says, "What should I say?" And I go, "Okay, uh, Nicole and what did I say? Cody and Nicole are playing everyone, and that's what they said, and they heard it clear as a bell, and right. like everybody started panicking in the house. So I like was patting myself on the back. It's a good one for that." Uh, but there's been a whole bunch of them. And there was one, um, two yesterday. Um, and what they're, I, I think what they're um, trying to, what they're trying to convey in the house is that vote um, with Nicole was the, Nicole was the one that flipped on the vote. Where right. Everybody's right. blaming David. Um, I think that they're trying to yell in to let Davon know. I, I don't know. It's kind of irrelevant at this point. And, and, I think that David did it to himself, to be honest with you. You tell, you tell a lie over the stupid <sighs> power. Yeah. You get labeled a liar, and then people are going to – people don't trust you. It was, he's it was not stupid. He's so not deserving to be on an all-star season. No, no. Give him another is. chance, but not an all-star season. He's completely out of his league. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, last season when he got booted, how devastated I was because he was my horse. And then he got he got booted. And then this year he came back on, and I was so excited. But then you know he really has shot himself. And you're like, oh my god, he really sucks. I know. He's terrible. All stars for a reason. Well, let's talk about some controversies. So as you know, um, I don't think there's been ever been a Big Brother season without controversy. With something in the live feed said where it's offensive, racist. Um, this I mean, year we, had, we have the making fun and mocking in with this autism. In with the autism. So uh, up. Nicole Franzel lost her sponsorship with Olay and a couple other. Oil of Olay with Chateau Saint Michel winery <laughs> that was. Right. Um, they were providing all of the wine for her wedding, uh, which that makes gives my heart joy. I'm so glad they dropped her. Wow, uh, it gives you heart, gives you joy, really. I don't, I don't like her. I don't like her. You know that she's well, charging, she's charging three thousand dollars to go to her wedding. Oh God, really? for fans, for fans, yes, to her wedding? Wedding? no, three thousand. So her whole thing of oh, like when, God. when she's like evicting, um, or saying goodbye message to Janelle, where she's like. Oh, and you probably don't want to come to my wedding anyhow, <laughs> so you don't have to. Um, Even it, Zingbot made fun of her tonight. Yeah, so. I'd be like, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, if I got a wedding invitation that said it would cost me three thousand dollars to yeah. go, I'd just be like, wait, how many different languages can I figure out to say fuck you on like the RSVP? 
Like, it, right. my wedding didn't even cost $3,000. Why would I pay 3000 to go to somebody else's? Fuck off. Yeah. I mean, that was one thing. And then, luckily, they resolved the issue with Memphis supposedly dropping the, the uh, racial word. word. Right, the N-word, the uh, racial word. But they they investigated it, and that was not the case. Thank God. Oh, CBS said that? Is that what they, they said? They investigated, and they confirmed that he did not utter a racist remark. Uh, you know, I saw it. I I played it over and over. And I won't pin that shit on. Listen, I'll be the first one. But if it's not there I, or not conclusive, you can't pin something unless it's like you hear it. Um, it was a, <clears throat> like a nay or a eh. It was, you right. couldn't tell. He caught himself and stopped what he was saying and like, Rolled over and and just didn't say it. Whatever he was saying, he <laughs> stopped over. saying whatever he was saying. You yeah, said right. Yeah. So it was like people thought it was idiot. People said thought it was the n word. Um, I think it all just depended. Well, but to me, it was like it's just it was inconclusive. There's like you you couldn't say that he did. It wasn't clear enough to say that he did or did. So. Uh, right. Every year there's controversy. Why do you think um, house guests are not more careful about what they say, Dick? Because like um, Aaron and Gina Marie, and then we had Rachel and Angela talking about they don't want to get too ghetto if they tan too long. I mean, no, you're talking about Big Brother 20, right? Um, yeah. Well, she so, also said like because there was big rumors about uh, Tyler's girlfriend Angela. You're talking about right uh, being on the season, and I was like, <laughs> but Black Lives Matters and the protests. And the riots going on in this right. country and around the world, I make this no fucking way after she said, look, we're getting so tan. We're like getting ghetto. We, I'm, I'm right. changing ethnicity. Yeah. So, you know, it's like there's no way that they're going to put her on this season. It's just not going to happen. They're going right. to stay as far away as they possibly can. And that's why, and, and the whole that's why Aaron was, and Gina Marie haven't been invited back either, right? Uh, nobody from that season. Nobody from that season. Nobody from that season has ever been there's been a returning player from every single season of big brother except for nine and 15 and 15 was the racist season and nine was the drug dealer season where the winner you guys don't know this Uh, you'll have to adam the the winner adam um, oh yes some of his winnings and invested in a um illegal oxycodone uh, oh, drug God, trafficking right. team. Wow. Also, also right. with Matt McDonald, who was on that season. And Adam and Matt oh, got arrested, God. and they did like six years. Uh, they're both out of jail now, but... Um, That's right, Dick. But there you go. There's there, There's been bad apples on, on every season of... Yeah, Big well, you want to talk about... Like, they could do better background checks. Like, yeah. Uh, instead of... I always say, instead of telling these people to go wash their social media... Why don't they go look at it or have an investigator look at it and comb through it and see if there's a bunch of racist shit? Because if there is, well, then more than likely this motherfucker is going to say some racist shit in the house. Right. Right? Like, right. does it make, like, sense? So instead of saying, like, wash your social media or lock it and close it down or start a new one, um, like in Big Brother Canada, they, they make them lock all of their Twitters and they make them have these... Uh, Ryan BB can four like they all have the same fucking Twitters uh, for okay. every single house guest. So they start mm-hmm. off with these brand new Twitters instead of like, you know, going through making sure there's no racist or homophobic 
you know, statements or anything on there. You, so you don't want those problems. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, no, I certainly agree with that, too. And uh, let, let's talk about, well, we alluded to a little earlier about your relationship with Danny. What What's preventing um, you guys from having the relationship, the, the typical father-daughter relationship right now, Dick? Oh, it just, I just don't really, just haven't got along. We just don't get along. It's been, uh, it, I don't know, it started when she was like 12, going, you know, pre-teens. And um, for one reason or another, and, and Danielle, this is like a... Because you're a grandfather now, so I figured... Yeah, I have a... <laughs> She has a two-year-old daughter. I have a two-year-old granddaughter. Um, yeah. The thing is, is what I think people don't understand is that this is kind of like how Danielle deals with ad- adversity and not getting along with people in her life. Not just right. me. Um, like, she stopped talking to her brother for years at one point. She stopped okay. talking to her grandfather and her mother and, like, a whole bunch of people. Um, she just cuts out and just stops talking to them instead of, like, fixing the relationships. Um, so... Um, I don't know. I think that in a lot of ways, me and Danny are so much alike, and that's what really makes us butt heads a lot. So, um, are you rooting for her? Uh, of course I am. Nice. Um, is it? Has she made it easy to root for her? No. Um, <laughs> uh, especially with the mocking and giggling at jokes about Ian and stuff. It's like yeah, it's very very hard to root for her, but. Um, but of course I want the best for her and her family and my granddaughter and, you know, them to be happy and all of that shit. Um, um, you've met, so, your, yeah, you, you've met your granddaughter? No. You have not. No. I, oh, live on the, okay. I live on the other side of the country right now. You're on um, the East Coast now. Got yeah. It. She's in California. You're, you're with us on the East Coast. Very cool. Yeah. I'm in Florida. And um, it's funny because I, I, um, I do my recaps uh, three times a week after each episode. And then I added a fourth one this season with my son. Uh, and you know, we talk about Danielle and her game and a bunch of other shit and people have really liked that episode. Um, like the father son thing. And I did invite, um, her husband, Dominic to yeah. join us. Cause I thought it would be cool. Your right. Son-in-law. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but he's like, Oh, I don't know if she would like that. I don't think I could do that, but thanks. <laughs> that oh, uh, well, you think probably would... have hell to pay afterwards. Do you think it's yeah. open to see your granddaughter? What's that? You think you'd be allowed to see your granddaughter if you were on the side of the country? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Eventually, I hope to. Um, you know, we'll see. We hope so. Okay. And last question. Uh, how is your health? I mean, obviously, that's the reason why you left Big Brother 13 due to being HIV positive. Um, I know the drugs are amazing. Which, uh, like, that, let's be honest. That was complete bullshit. They, like, they should have given me... Uh, yeah, I always say, like, if I had the choice, uh-huh. they should have given me a choice. It's not like I was right. going to fucking everybody on the season. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I played Big Brother 8. And, uh-huh. like, I, I and it's not like you have COVID, the other virus, right? Right, yeah. yeah. HIV, unless you're having sex, you're not. Listen, you're dude, not... Three months on Big Brother 8, I didn't even jerk off in the house. Okay? Oh. So I was there. Wow. Seriously, I was there I for the fun. Your, your daughter's. I was there for the fun. And that was very uncomfortable, too. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, so it's not like I was having sex with anybody in the house. And like, yeah. I should have been given the option. Now, would I have stayed had I been given the option? I don't yeah. know. I can't tell you because where I my see. head was at at the time, it was like a. Like, it was so. 
like unexpected. It's like the last thing I ever expected. Like, yeah. it's like what? Right. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? So, um, it, I don't know. It was like, the only way I can explain it is like, uh, just so surreal. Um, it, I, I don't know. I guess it'd be like the same as like being diagnosed with cancer or something yeah. where like, you're just, I felt like I was walking through a cloud. It took me like a day or two to like get my feet under me. Um, like that night I, wow. I left the CBS lot. They brought me over to my mother's house. Um, they flew me out of Orange County instead of LAX because TMZ and all these people were like stalking me at LAX. So yeah. they flew me out of Orange County. So like the first night, like I talked to my mom and I told her about it. And then the next day, I had to go back to Colorado and tell my girlfriend and that it might have infected her. So right. I was like, I was so fucked up at that time. So I can't tell if I would have said one way or the other. But right. I should have like would, only been given like an option and asked. But, you know, I don't know, whatever. Would, um, being, would being positive um, prevent you from coming back to the game? It shouldn't. Okay. Uh, but going back at this point, it's not an option for me. Huh. Um, it's just, you know, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, I'm older and um, right. just, yeah, fuck, dude, I'm almost 60. I can't even believe, like, like seriously, I'm 57. I can't even believe that myself. It's, like, so weird. <laughs> I love your, health is, your health is currently fine? Yeah, my health is fine. Um, Good. I, I even awesome. quit smoking 10 months ago uh, oh, after, like, 40. Congratulations. 10 months. Years, so. All right. So, All right. Yeah, well, health is fine. It's just, uh, um, awesome. just, I'm getting old, bro. That's it. Well, thank it God, thank God you had to catch it. You, you caught it during a time where there was plenty of treatments and people oh, dude. Yeah, living a long know, life. I, I was really, I think, too, because, like, when it was diagnosed was right after, like, they made a big deal in the press and stuff about Magic Johnson. Right. Like, going, going public, being HIV positive 20 years prior. Right. So, you know, and then I was diagnosed, and it's like, well... You know, I did. I knew like very little about it and everything else, but I knew that Magic Johnson was still alive. So, you know, <laughs> so I know you don't just it's not a death sentence like it used to be exactly. um, back in the 80s and stuff. So, you know, yep. listen, yeah. I'm like, plugging along and taking and my pills. And would they ever my- find out like where you may have like um, contracted it from? No, oh, it wow. was, I just like have vague idea. But um, okay. you're a rock star. You had a lot of uh, dude after the show. It was like insane. Yeah, love that. (laughs) Reality rock star, I love it. Listen, dude, I had like even before Big Brother. You kidding me? I had like a fucking like wild life. You know, I was like always like I can't. But being honest with you, I'm like surprised I'm still alive at 57. I should have been dead a million times. Oh my Um, goodness! But you know, living the life that I lived. Um, just being like so out of control for like so long. I lived in the eighties with piles of cocaine and yeah. Like, I mean, the Viper Room with River Phoenix. I get it, dude. I was running nightclubs where I had to, um, you know, the top of the toilet paper that everybody would do coke on. The, yes, the, yes. The stainless steel thing that enclosed <laughs> the toilet paper. Like I would have to drill them in my nightclubs. I would drill holes in the top of that so people couldn't line cocaine up on the top of it. <laughs> But I lived through all of that shit, man. You know, so. Oh, shit. Amazing. Evil Dick, wow. It's always a pleasure. It's always a good laugh oh, uh, yeah. having you. 
uh, on Below the Belt show. I'm surprised you haven't taken stand-up comedy um, or attempted it. But uh, <laughs> but but nonetheless, nonetheless, Evil, it is so good to have you on Below the Belt show's anniversary show. So for good old time's sake, if you can cut us a promo, let us know who you are from Big Brother. You're on Below the Belt show. And then throw out an Evil Dick catchphrase at the end. Catchphrase? Yes. Uh, See, so you had me. I got had all of it until the catchphrase. Oh, yeah, uh, the, 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 your favorite dick catchphrase, remember? Oh, the one you used know. on the show before. I don't. I have no idea. Um, this is this is Evil Dick uh, on the Below the Belt show. Tune in. I don't know. What else do you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a catchphrase, dude. I don't have a catchphrase. Do, do one. Do one more, but say you're from Big Brother and all that. Yeah. All that good stuff. This is Evil Dick, winner of Big Brother Eight, and. All right, let me do it again. Hold on. And, <laughs> oh, okay. All 13. Right. This is Evil Dick from Big Brother, winner of Big Brother 8 and self-proclaimed asshole on the Below the Belt show. Nice. That's perfect. Nice. That's perfect. Nice. nice. You used to nice. say women love dick. That's what you used to say. Oh. <laughs> but that's okay. We're, we're in a woke I, era. I, I, I didn't even remember. We're in the woke era now, so we have to... <laughs> We have to watch what we say. Things are weird, man. Things are weird. Like I expect it. Honestly, I just did my show. I just watched Big Brother, so I've been tied up for three and a half hours uh, when the mm-hmm. show came on at eight o'clock, and I'm expecting mm-hmm. to go online right now and watch the cities of the United States on fire with right. the Brianna Taylor thing yeah. because, like, we're all expecting it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, crazy world, crazy world in more ways. Like, all they 20- have to do is stop fucking killing people. It's not, yeah. Is that a lot to ask? Uh, obviously <laughs> it is. Because they can't stop fucking killing people. Yeah. It's not a lot to ask. So, all, I don't know. And just all like, we need to do. Yeah, so. I don't know. This, this country's fucked up, man. Anyhow. That's why. Go out and vote, right? Do yeah. your patriotic thing. You know, I, I, I even have like a pinned tweet. I never really, like I would vote, but it was never like really like, I don't know, in, invested in politics because it's like so much bullshit. I voted for I voted for Reagan in the eighties. Um, I voted for Clinton. I voted for Arnold Schwarzenegger, Republican for Governor of California. Okay. I, I, I always voted for who I thought would do the best job, regardless right. of party. Party, like, regardless party, right? Now, now I feel job. like what makes me so mad about Trump is I feel like he's made me choose a side, um, mm-hmm. and I'm just like fucking over it. And yeah. living in now, living in Florida with. Um, one of the worst fucking governors in the entire United States in DeSantis. It, this mm-hmm. is such a shit show here in Florida. And what's wow. so fucked up is I'm a, I'm a uh, Irish citizen too. I have dual citizenship. So oh, I have God. friends in Ireland and I've been in like close contact. And I see how they're taking care of their citizens. And I see how we're not here. 200,000 have died. Fuck yeah. here. You know, it's like, oh, we give you like a, a $1,200 stimulus check. Ireland, they're giving them like a couple grand a week uh, in, in euros in order to like you know help their fucking citizens out, um, right. you know. And it's like a twelve hundred dollars stimulus took one time, and now these motherfuckers are going back and forth. And oh, we'll vote on a Supreme Court justice that just died, but fuck everybody in the country that's out of work. And like really, like you have to understand, like and you guys aren't stupid. You know that this moratorium on. Um, uh, the evictions and foreclosures, it's got to come to an end at some point. I mean, what, what are we going to have, like, 5 million people homeless at one time? Like, what's going to happen? 
A lot of problems to resolve, so hopefully the the person that steps up can clean it all up. So, Evil, it was great to have you on Below the Belt Always Show. Always a pleasure. <laughs> so I love bring it. you all down at the end no, here. No, right. no filter, no filter. Now tune evil. out and go online and watch the watch the world burning. Right, yes. <laughs> all, right, guys. all right, Evil, peace have out. Have a good night, man. Have yeah. a good night.